0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to What We Said Podcast. I feel so weird doing this intro alone, but it is JC here live, and I'm coming at you with a solo episode. This is my first time recording an episode without Chelsea, and I feel so incomplete, but I'm really excited. Chelsea and I decided that we would each do a solo episode periodically to just share kind of what we, you know, what we specialize in. So today I'm going to be talking to you guys all about building an online brand, kind of behind the scenes of social media life. And you know, when Chelsea does her episode, she'll probably talk about something to do with health because she's a health coach. So stay tuned for that as well. But I seriously feel like I have to just jump right into this episode because this could probably be 10 hours long if I wanted it to be. As I was prepping for this episode, I just kept writing stuff down and I'm like, this is going to be way too long. So I feel like we just need to hop right in. So I'm not going to go through my journey, really, of becoming a social media influencer because I already shared that in episode 10, which is called Confessions of a Workaholic with JC Marie. So if you guys want to check that out, you definitely can. If you guys want to hear more about how I started as a photographer and then slowly transitioned into social media influencing full time. So I want to start out by saying that I think of Instagram as a business. And I think a lot of girls, I get a lot of messages that people want to be influencers. And sometimes I don't know if they truly understand what that means and what it entails. So in my opinion, if you really want to be a social media influencer and you're serious about it, you have to go into it with an entrepreneurial mindset and treat it as a business because that is exactly what it is and what it can be. Leif gave me a really good analogy that I want to share with you guys. We're going to call it the pyramid analogy. So basically, he said, Picture a pyramid of blocks. So when you're building a pyramid with blocks, your first step is to build a strong foundation, obviously, and it is not physically possible to build a pyramid from the top. You have to start at the bottom. And when we talk about this analogy, we're talking about the top being happiness or success, and the bottom is all the things you have to do to get there, building up to it. So things on the, the bottom blocks may be things like organization, sleep physical health, mental health, exercise, learning, communicating, meaningful relationships, new experiences, so much. So I really want you guys to envision this pyramid. Picture it in your mind. Close your eyes unless you're driving. And picture a very large pyramid. The bottom has the most blocks, obviously, which means that takes the most time to build your foundation. And then as you go up, you keep building until you get to the top. So I think a lot of people are looking for a quick way to gain Instagram followers um, and, you know, different hacks to reach success on social media, to get to 100,000 followers or to a million followers. Like, there's got to be a quick way to do it. And the truth is, in my opinion, to get genuine, true success and to be fulfilled, it is all about the little things. You cannot get there in a month. I mean, you know, we have those people out there like Bad Baby who become overnight sensations, but that is very rare and kind of a one in a million thing. So most of us out here have to do a lot of hard work to get there. But you really need those blocks, those things, before you start a business, any business. You really have to focus on who you are as a person. You have to be healthy, you know, physically and mentally, if you want to run any business successfully. And I think that's where a lot of people miss the mark, I see things go up, you know, like how to gain Instagram followers, but no one talks about the behind the scenes that you have to be, your mental health has to be in check. You have to be just all of these different things. You have to have good relationships if you want to run a successful business. And I think that is never talked about, the behind the scenes and the real core of what needs to be done before you can truly be an entrepreneur. And so that may be an unpopular opinion, but I do think it's important to work on yourself before trying to gain success in some way. And another thing to remember is to live your life first and don't live your life for Instagram because we're all human beings. We're all living life. And if you are living your life for other people, you're going to end up being very unhappy. So like I said, you have to have that firm foundation to where if your Instagram disappears overnight, you have this foundation. You have good family, good friends, good family. I don't know if you could choose if your family's good or not, but family, friends, meaningful relationships in your life, and all of these different things. You have to have that to fall back on. So I wanted to make that clear before anything. But when I said it's all about the little things, I mean, it's all about these little blocks that you're building up to success. And I think of Chrissy. We just had an episode two weeks ago with Chrissy. Um, Hair by Chrissy. And she's an Instagram sensation now. I mean, she's so successful. She has over half a million followers on Instagram. She has over 70 employees. She owns two salons. And you look at her and you, you think, wow, she is so successful. And you know how she got there? She worked her butt off for 15 years to get there. This did not happen overnight, you guys. And as I was driving today, I had the realization that I've been doing photography for 10 years and I felt like a grandma. Um, I've been doing photography since I was 14 years old and I just turned 24. And I'm not joking when I say I've probably taken photos almost every day for 10 years. I mean, give or take a few, but I have been doing this for a long time too. So this, the success that I've seen has also not come overnight. So that's important to recognize. So jumping right into some tips I have and just all my thoughts on this, Um, I think the first thing you need to do when trying to build a brand online on social media is to establish your passion and establish your why. Why do you want followers on Instagram? If it's for money, I mean, if you really get real with yourself, if it's for money, I'm telling you right now, your quote unquote passion for Instagram and social media and doing what you're doing is not going to last you have to find a deeper meaning behind what you're doing. And I have felt this before where I felt really unfulfilled because I'm just, there was a time when I was just posting photos, like a photo of me at brunch and I'm like, brunch. And I'm realizing like, what am I doing? Like, what am I actually accomplishing right now? And it kind of was a reality check where I realized that I wanted to bring value to people's lives. Like, I don't want to just be that girl who's posting selfies and saying, go comment. Like, I, because what am I giving them? What am I offering them? And so I had this moment where I had a little midlife crisis and I realized that I wanted to bring more value to people and inspire people and entertain people more and not be just another girl on Instagram. The bottom line is that People are going to follow you because you have something that they're drawn to. And when they visit your page, they have to either be inspired or entertained or just be simply attracted to something about you. So I want you to think about your favorite people that you follow. And when I was thinking of mine, I, fe- I feel like my favorite people are the ones who are funny or entertaining, just who brighten up my day. Or people who I trust that share awesome products and who I really feel like, Enhance my life in some way and bring value to me. I also do love people that post really creative photos just because I love photography and have such an appreciation for that. But I do think overall, we're just, I think it's important to bring value to people, whatever that means to you. So there's also a lot of talk about having a niche. So a lot of people say that if you want to be successful on social media, you have to find your specific niche and stick to that and be an expert on something. And I would say I agree with this to an extent. I wouldn't say that I actually have a really specific niche. I could probably fit into quite a few different categories. I like to share photos and videos and photography stuff. I like to share health and fitness stuff, beauty tips. Um, we travel a lot, so I, I post a lot of travel photos. But what I think that we all need to focus on more are the things that make us unique. So, not necessarily like this very specific niche, like I only post travel photos where, and it's only the back of my head. Like, you don't have to get super specific, but I think just figuring out what makes you stand out from a crowd. So, for me, I think one of the things is that I have red hair. Right now, it's actually not that red, but. I know that that's something physical, but I do think that that separates me from a majority of people because it's not super common to have red hair. Another thing that I feel like separates me from others is probably my background and my eye for photography. I've been doing that for a long time, so I have experience in that. I feel confident in giving people photo tips and video tips. I also think that's a reason that I can create unique photos for my Instagram account because I do have that eye for photography that I've been um, working on for a a very long time. Another thing that I hear all the time is that Instagram and YouTube and the whole influencer world is so oversaturated. It's just too late to start. There's too many bloggers, there's too many photographers. Like, how am I going to stand out? And I think that is 100% not true. I think it is a misconception. And I don't think it's good to think that way. So I loved this post by Skinny Confidential. She, I'm actually going to quote her on it because I loved it so much. So she said, What if someone told Frank Sinatra that the music business was oversaturated? Or what if Angelina Jolie didn't act because people said the acting space was cluttered? This industry isn't saturated. The sky is the limit, really. If you have a unique perspective, patience, a vision, and proper execution, hop on board. There's plenty of space. And I love that because I really do believe that there's room for everyone on social media. Everyone has a different thing they can bring to the table, a different strength. And if you really think about how many categories there are within social media, it's kind of crazy. There are comedians, there are musicians, fashion bloggers, beauty gurus, artists, photographers, graphic designers, I mean, the list literally goes on and on. You can make soap videos, soap cutting videos at this point. So there is a space for everyone. And I, I think it's it's a waste of time to think that oh, it's oversaturated. I just can't make it. Don't think like that. I don't think it's good to think in that way. So I want to talk about making your content a priority and time management. P.S. I should have mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast episode, but I'm kind of going off of the format of my ebook, which is called Make Yourself Proud. You can buy it on jcmarie.com. That's j-a-c-i-marie.com. And it's under, I think it's under social media guide. I'm going off of that format because I created this ebook and there's a bunch of different sections and I'm kind of going in order of the sections. I'm not like reading it word for word, obviously, or saying exactly all the information in the book, but it's, it's a really good guide to basically all my tips. It's a really simple read and it's a fast read, but I think it could actually really help you guys if you are interested in this whole social media influencing world. And if you'd like to have more of a written copy of what I'm talking about today, a lot of the same information is in it. So you guys can go check that out if you want to check it out. I should have mentioned that at the beginning. But anyway, time management, making your content a priority. So basically – Planning and producing your content is going to take some time. So first, I'm just going to start with how I do things and how I manage my business and what works for me. Planning is so crucial if you want to be consistent and you want to be consistently posting awesome content. I have tried flying by the seat of my pants and it does not work for me at all when it comes to business and my social media accounts. I go into every photo shoot with inspiration pictures, a vision. I talk to whoever's taking the photo, whether that's Leif or my photographer, Danny, who's amazing. I talk to them about that vision, kind of get everyone on board so that we're all on the same page. We all have the same general idea about what's going on. I used to do the opposite of this where I would be like, oh crap, I don't have anything to post on Instagram today. Come on, Leif. And we'd go out and take a photo and we'd both be stressed. It wouldn't turn out how we wanted. I wouldn't even end up posting it because I didn't like it. That is just not, not the way to go, especially if you're trying to like run a successful business. I figured that out the hard way and now I have adjusted. But that takes so much stress out of things to have everything planned before. And it's really fun to plan it all out and have a vision going into it. It's way less stressful. It's the best way I can describe it. So I also try and plan my captions to go with the photo in advance. And I, again, I can't tell you how many times I've been running around like crazy. And I remember, oh, I wanted to post that picture today. And then I realize, okay, I don't have a caption. I don't know why captions are so dang hard to think of, but I either just put a stupid caption that doesn't have much thought into it, or I just end up not even posting that day because I cannot think of anything Worthwhile to say. So, I think planning captions can be really awesome. um, And I've been trying to do that more lately. I also plan my feed in advance to kind of see what it's going to look like. I will say I don't care as much what my feed looks like as a whole as I used to. That used to be my number one priority. And I would always post filler photos to make sure that my feed looked pretty. And as Instagram changes, I think that's kind of getting less important. I think having an overall theme and like using the same preset. And having a vibe is definitely important. But as far as like faraway shots and, you know, making sure everything looks aesthetically perfect, I don't think it matters as much as it used to. So I kind of try and not care about that too much. But I do use the app preview to plan my feed, and it basically just shows me what it's going to look like. You insert the photos and you can move them around to see how they look best in which order. I feel the need to say that I am also very very unorganized as a person and it's probably my greatest flaw in life I've talked about this many times before and if you listen to this podcast often it's you've probably heard me talk about this but I am not organized at all and I've tried to learn and you know I have my days where I'm better at it but Basically, what I'm trying to get at is that I recently hired a personal assistant because I just realized that I had so much going on. I'm not very organized by nature, and it was so hard for me to do every aspect of my business. It's so hard to be creative and also organized and thinking of the business side of things. And so I hired an assistant. She's amazing. She does things for me around the house, she does returns for me. So sometimes I'll buy a bunch of clothes for a shoot, and then I don't end up using like three of the things. So she'll go to the store and return them for me. She picks up props for photo shoots. If I say, okay, I need a dozen roses for this photo shoot. She goes and picks them up. She assists on photo shoots and helps my photographer. She handles my emails. She organizes and color codes my calendar. Like this is life changing. I cannot even explain to you how much this has already changed my life. And it's been like two weeks, but, um, That's been amazing. This is a very new thing obviously, but that has been game-changing for me and I've been telling all my influencer friends if they don't have an assistant, get one now. If you're in a position to do so and you're listening to this right now and you also are feeling overwhelmed, I would definitely, definitely recommend this. I also have a management team and they are the ones who handle all my negotiations for brand deals. So I'm not like really speaking to the brand that much. I'm kind of just overseeing everything and it's nice because now I get to just focus on the creative parts of my job and the parts that I'm actually good at, which are, you know, thinking of the ideas for photo shoots and planning concepts and getting outfits together and things like that. So I'm no longer really involved in the super tedious parts of the job, which is amazing. And I understand that not everyone's at the position to do that, but that is how has how my business has been working lately. And it's been really, really amazing. Something else that I recently have implemented in my business is a content calendar. Um, This is awesome. So some of my friends do this, and I haven't hopped on board until recently. But basically, I do this on Google Calendar. I have two different Google calendars. So one is just my overall calendar that basically outlines all my different appointments and meetings and things I have going on, including shoot days and just literally whatever I have going on. And then the content calendar is simply the things that are going live on my social media channels, which day. So I have, everything's color coded. I'm getting specific for you guys. Red is my sponsored posts. Pink is Instagram posts that are just for fun that are not sponsored green is YouTube videos, and then purple is when podcast episodes go live. So my calendar is basically color-coded and beautiful, and I just look at it, and I can see based on which color, like, what I'm posting that day. So that is really, really awesome, and I just now implemented that, so I'm not a pro at it yet, but I would definitely recommend doing that as well. And another thing that is really important, and this kind of goes along with what I talked about about at the beginning, about having those blocks and building up to success. Another thing that I think is very crucial is creating a morning routine. And Chelsea and I have talked about this on the podcast before multiple times. It is crucial for your mental health and for your business. This is something I firmly believe. I am actually in the middle of trying to nail down a morning routine that works well for me, but I haven't gotten to the place where I like have been doing this for a year or something. Like this is fairly new as well. So these are some things that I've been doing. I wake up between 7 and 7.30 and I try and go to bed around 10.30 or 11. So I want to get at least eight hours of sleep. I've also been using the app Sleep Cycle, which I think one of you actually DM'd me about it and that's how I found it. But I really like it because it doesn't wake you up with a blaring alarm. You know that classic alarm sound on the iPhone I freaking hate. Like when I hear it just at a casual time, like 3 p.m., sometimes I'll set a little alarm to rem- remember something and I'll hear it go off and I cringe. Like my whole body is just like, oh, I hate that sound. And so this is really nice because it w- wakes you up with calming music. And it's it's interesting because you put on it like, I want you to wake me up between 7 and 7.30 and then it will track, it like tracks your movements and your sleep based off of sound. And so when you're starting to move around more, it'll wake you up. So your body's like not in as deep of a sleep, if that even makes sense. And it wakes you up with this nice, beautiful music instead of that blaring alarm. And I've seriously been in a way better mood in the mornings. Like I literally wake up and I'm not pissed, which is really, really good thing. So that's been awesome. That was just a little tangent I wanted to go on if you're interested in that app. But the other crucial thing I've been doing lately is to not touch my phone for the first 30 minutes of the day. And I've talked about this on a past episode as well, but that has been really, really nice. I like to start off the day with not working because pretty much I'm going to be working for the remainder of the day. So it's nice to start out, have just my little routine that I do. I usually start the, the day with a big glass of water and then I'll usually make a smoothie and listen to an uplifting podcast. And then we'll Leif and I will go to work out some days together, but it's just really nice to have that morning time to yourself to recharge, to not think about work, and then you can dive in and give it your all instead of waking up to a million emails and just going right into work and multitasking, and it's just not good. So that morning routine has made a big difference for my business as well. Now I wanted to go into if you have a job right now, like a nine to five job, and you want to get into social media influencing. I had a lot of people ask, like, how do I make time for Instagram if I have another job? Um, I know everyone's situations are so different. So that's why it's kind of hard to give like blanket advice um, uh, for this specific question. But I'm just going to give you some generic suggestions. And these are also included in my book. But basically, I would suggest you have to prioritize and make time for it. And if you don't have time to do that, then you probably just don't have time right now to try and pursue this. I would get up one or two mornings out of the week a few hours earlier than normal to shoot a few outfits or write a few blog posts or whatever you're trying, whatever avenue of social media you're trying to go down. I would get up a few mornings of the week earlier to do that. Another thing is to plan a few different outfits or concepts to shoot on your day off. So if you know, oh, next Friday I'm I'm gonna have off work, then you can plan in advance and have that already ready to go. Um, allot an hour a day before or after work to look for inspiration, write blog posts, film a YouTube video, just enhance your social media content in some way. I think this is the most important one to just allot an hour a day to bettering your content and bettering yourself in some way. I would really suggest doing this every day and sticking to it. And I think you guys will see a huge difference. Next is to start with small goals. And this is another thing we always talk about. Start with attainable little steps that you can have. Not like I have a full-time job and I'm also going to post three YouTube videos a week and post on Instagram every day and always be active. Like that's just not doable. So start with smaller goals that you can achieve. A goal like shoot one outfit or photo for Instagram a week and then just work your way up until you feel like if you if you feel like you're not overdoing it just work your way up until maybe someday you can quit your job and do this full time. So if you do have more flexibility in your schedule, like I said I would establish a morning routine and then I would also every night list the things that you need to get done the following day in order of importance. This is something I'm also working on. So don't list 25 things. On a list, okay? Because speaking from experience, you're not going to get all of them done and then you're going to be annoyed at yourself for not getting them done and it's this vicious cycle. So list five to ten things, sticking closer to five honestly, but in the order of their actual importance and then the next day you're going to wake up and you're going to do your little morning routine and then you'll work on the most important task until it's done and you make sure it's done before you move on to the following task. Do not attempt to multitask because multitasking is really not very effective, you guys. I would consider myself a pro-multitasker, but also it's not effective. And I've learned that the hard way. Again, so I'm giving you guys all the tips that I've tried. And basically, I'm teaching you guys for my failures. So don't try and multitask. Get the task done, then move on to the next step. Another thing, like I said, is to plan shoots in advance and try instead of trying to throw it all together the day of. So get your inspiration and your vision down. I love going on Pinterest and finding cute photos that I find inspiring and kind of getting a vibe down. And then, like I said, coming to my photographer or to Leif with those photos, showing them, telling them about the vibe I want, getting props if I need to, and just planning that in advance because it will be so much easier to execute. I promise you. And so much less stressful. All right, now we're getting into the goods, guys. This is why you all came, I know. Um, I'm gonna talk about how to gain followers or my best tips for it at least. First of all, I think I should I think I should start with the Instagram algorithm, the dreaded algorithm. Let me tell you, no one has the answers and it is very frustrating for everyone I know. This is so funny because when the Instagram algorithm made its initial change from chronological order to like showing what they think you want to see, I remember everyone being super, super upset about this. And I can genuinely say I was like kind of unfazed by it, weirdly enough, even though it's my whole job. I was like, oh, that's weird that they did that. But I didn't give it much of a thought. And for like a full year, I literally didn't complain about it one time. You can ask Leif. I never brought it up. I never really thought about it. I didn't honestly see much of an, a decrease in my engagement or my followers or anything. So I was just like, eh, whatever. I don't know why I don't know what the big deal is." Like I would see everyone posting, "Please turn my post notifications on, you guys. Like you're not seeing my posts." And I'm like, "What the heck is everyone even talking about?" And then I remember it like a few months later, it kind of hit me. Like I remember thinking, "Hmm, my Likes have gone way down or, like, they're the same as they were six months ago. It's weird. Usually it increases, you know, with time. And I remember just thinking, okay, this is, like, actually starting to affect my business. That's super annoying. And then I started getting, like, overly negative about it where I was so annoyed by this whole thing. And I'm not joking. I think that the only difference, I think my negative attitude literally almost – Was just sending bad energy and bad vibes out into the world and like making me lose followers faster or something. Because before, when I didn't care, I didn't really see much of a difference. And then when I started to care and get so upset about it every day, then I saw just such a decrease. And I think I was just overall had such negative energy that I like wasn't excited to shoot because I'm like, who even cares? No one's gonna see this picture. And I just had such negative thoughts that it was then kind of bleeding onto my work and my everything else and making it all just crash and burn. And so everyone struggles with this, you guys. I'm going to share a few tips in a second. But I just want to say that try and be as positive as you can. You know, we can't control it. So the best thing to do is just have a positive attitude and kind of find loopholes around it, honestly. So some things that have really, I have found worked for me kind of beating the algorithm is just posting more frequently and consistently and posting good quality stuff obviously but also engaging with people so replying back to comments on my post and then also commenting on other people's photos as well because basically Instagram just wants you to use the app and the more you use it the more engagement you'll see and the more growth you'll see because you're being seen more. So a tip that I've gotten in the past from people is to use every feature that Instagram offers. So use Instagram Live. Use, um, you know, the buttons and the different like GIFs and polls and question boxes you can use on your stories. Utilize the fact that you can post videos to your feed. Like, utilize all the things that Instagram has to offer, and you're bound to be seen by more people. Because if you think about it, it's just like the more you post, the more eyes will be on your page, the more followers you will probably get than if you were posting a lot less. So I think that's pretty self-explanatory. I do think it is really important to have quality content, and I wanted to say that because I think when people think, oh, I just need to be consistent, they just want to throw out content— And I do think that quality content should be your first focus. Whatever quality means to you, like I said, there are just different – everyone's so different and everyone's account is so different that to me, quality means like a creative, cool, good photo with a good, meaningful caption. To someone else, that might mean like a funny video because they're a comedian on Instagram. You know what I mean? So good quality is like up for discussion about what that actually means to you. But um, I think that should definitely be your first goal. And some questions that you can ask yourself are, am I proud of my content? Am I getting good feedback? And am I providing value to people's lives? Am I making people's lives in some way, shape, or form better? If not, it's like, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? I think it's kind of time to, if the answer is no to some of those questions, like, no, I'm not proud of my content no, I don't feel like I'm getting that much feedback. And no, I don't feel like I'm literally providing anything to people's lives. I think it's time to reevaluate, reassess what we're trying to do here, and then just make some adjustments. I think that a lot of people beat themselves up. Like they think, you know, they think those things like, okay, oh, am I proud of this content? And it's like, no, I'm actually not proud. And then they get so down on themselves. They're like, I just suck. Like this content sucks. I'm so uninspired. I'm in such a rut. I have been there. But the thing is, that makes it worse. You have to forgive yourself and be like, okay, let's make adjustments. That's the thing. When I felt like, oh, wow, I am not gaining any followers right now. I do not like my content. Like, I am just not feeling this whole situation right now. I mean, definitely, I'm a human being. I get upset. I have been super annoyed at myself plenty of times. But especially lately, I've been trying to, Flip my attitude around and think, okay, that does suck. I don't love my content right now. I'm not super inspired, but how can I get there? And what do I need to do to change that? Sometimes I need to take a few days off Instagram, recharge, find some inspiration that I really like, and kind of just restart. And sometimes you might need more than a few days, you might need a week. That's fine. Take some time off and like recharge. This is something that I'm going to go into a little bit later, but also learning things. Like in one of my recent captions, I actually should probably read it because I feel like I'm not going to be able to do it justice even though I'm the one who wrote it. So let me go to it really fast on my Instagram. It's a picture of me running through a little daisy field with a daisy outfit on. And I, okay, I'm just going to read this part. So I said, I've spent a lot of time thinking lately. How can I grow my business? How can I grow faster on Instagram or YouTube? How can I be more successful? I think every entrepreneur has thoughts like this often, but I had a realization a few days ago. I want to work every day at the little things because they matter a lot more than we probably think they do. I want to be a better photographer. I want to take a class on interviewing people so I can be a better podcaster. I want to be more organized. I want to have a healthy mind and body. I want to be a better mentor, and I want to bring value to people's lives. I think that is the road to true success, having a why, making a plan, and working at it every day. And then I went on on another little tangent. But I really did have that realization like a week ago where I was like, wait, in order to bring value to people's lives, you have to like work on yourself first in order to give that to other people. And that goes back to, you know, my thing about Chrissy who does hair and she worked so hard for so many years so that she could provide value to people. Now she can teach people how to do hair and she can teach people how to do these awesome you know, things that she created because she's put the time and effort in. And I think about that where I'm like, oh, I want the podcast to grow more. Okay. Then I need to learn how to be a better podcaster. You know, you should, you should always think about what you can do to change because you can't control other people. You can only control yourself. And so in this situation, if you're feeling in a rut with your content on Instagram or YouTube, let's take a second. Let's reassess the situation what am I trying to do here what am I trying to get across to people what is my goal with all of this let's start with that let's start with the building blocks and then let's start building and you'll reach success that way instead of just feeling so overwhelmed then beating yourself up and thinking I'll just never get there you have to like take a step back sometimes and really figure out what the heck you even want to do So speaking of consistency, I don't even know if we were talking about that. I feel like I'm going off on a million tangents right now. But no, I don't think I even talked about this yet. So the next thing is consistency. Posting every single day on Instagram is ideal. Um, And always having an Instagram story up is also ideal. You should also, like I said, try and utilize all the different tools that Instagram offers and all the features um, just because you will be seen more. And consistency is also kind of a good way to get people to trust you I think because for example for this podcast we upload every Tuesday we've never missed a Tuesday I think that 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 gives you know people you guys all trust that on Tuesdays we're gonna upload an episode yeah you guys know that that's going to happen those are my favorite people to follow are the ones who are like I post YouTube videos on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm like, okay, sweet. I I trust you. And if they've been doing it for a year straight, I'm like, I know that I'm going to get a, a YouTube video from them those days. And I think that's a really good way to kind of work yourself into someone's routine, if that makes sense. So a lot of you guys message us and you're like, you're my favorite part of Tuesdays. I always listen to your podcast on the way to work. It's a good way to kind of integrate yourself into people's lives if you have something like that. So I know people who go live, like, twice a week at a certain time. And they're like, you know, on whatever, Mondays and Fridays, I go live and talk about this. And that's their thing. I think that's cool to have kind of like a thing you do. I admittedly have not done this super well with YouTube, but definitely with the podcast, we've been extremely consistent about Tuesdays. And I think that's really good. Just having some sort of consistency. Also, speaking of consistency, though, I do want to say that quality is greater than quantity always to me. And if I'm not proud of it and I'm not excited about it, I will not post it. Because why would I post something that I'm not proud of and that I don't care about? A few more little Instagram hacks. I don't want to call them hacks, but things that I personally do. So I always post vertical photos on my Instagram. Squares occasionally, but I never post horizontal or landscape photos. I mean, that is just a preference. It's not like you're going to die if you post a landscape photo. But I do find that vertical photos take up more of the page, so it's just bigger and it performs better almost always. And um, also something to note is that vertical pictures are more pinnable on Pinterest and they get pinned more just because, like I said, they take up more of the screen, if that makes sense, like when you're on your phone or your computer. And speaking of Pinterest, this goes kind of right into my next tip, which is to cross link. So I cross link all of my Instagram photos to Pinterest, and you can find out how to do that on my ebook or you can just Google it. It's not that hard, but I don't want to like take time to explain it to you right now because it would take me a second. I also post links on my Instagram stories to my new YouTube videos or blog posts that go up. And I just feel like it's a good way to get more exposure. And then on the contrary, I will post on a YouTube video, I'll link my Instagram. So if people find me on YouTube, they can go follow me on Instagram. If they find me on Instagram, they can go see my YouTube videos. And like same with the podcast. And then on my website, there's links to everything. So I think just cross-linking is a really good way to gain some traction. And then another thing I think is awesome to do is to network. And this definitely needs to be done in an authentic way, but just connecting with different bloggers or YouTubers or podcasters or really anyone in your area or if you're going on a trip and you know someone there that, you know, you love to follow, I think it's cool to reach out. A lot of people ask, like, how can I get a big influencer to post with me? And, you know, that just kind of has to happen naturally, in my opinion. And I don't think it's a good idea to be like, hey, I have 20K. I know you have a million, but will you post with me? You have to, like, offer them something of value not literally money, but like the only example I can think of in my head, and I literally just made this up out of nowhere, but is if someone that's like a micro-influencer or something reached out and was like, hey, I just made these cute highlight buttons. You know how everyone has highlights on Instagram and like some people have cute little icons or whatever on them. Like I just made these, I wanted to give them to you like for free, no pressure at all something like that, then I could see maybe a bigger influencer using them and being like, thanks so much. That was so nice. And tagging you something like that. I think I'm the most inclined to share accounts who are number one, super supportive of me. Like I'm always so grateful for that. And I love shouting people out if they like have bought something of mine, like my presets or my LA photo guide that I've come out with. And they tag me in a photo and are like, I used it for this. Then I love sharing that on my story. So I would say if you want to connect with a bigger influencer, do it in a genuine way. Genuinely support them and comment on their stuff. And, you know, maybe eventually you guys can connect in some way. But I think just reaching out to an influencer out of nowhere with like no context and just being like, can you please post with me? Or can you please post my feed on your story? It's like, what? I've had people do that to me. And I'm just like, okay, so you're just using me for my followers. Like that makes no sense. (laughs) It's just like a, not even like a nice message to go along with it. Just like, can you post? So I think that definitely needs to be made in an authentic way. And I do have friends who have like millions of followers and that just came about through genuine friendship. Like naturally we met, we became friends and then cool. Like we're friends and it's just genuine, but I would keep it authentic. Even just going to lunch with, like, blogger friends or something, I think that's an awesome way to connect. And you can all lift and help each other. Like, I am all about collaboration over competition. I think we should all lift each other up. I am all about girl power. I want us all to succeed. Um, So I think it's awesome to go to lunch with bloggers and, like, post about each other in your stories. If you love following each other, why not? Like, let's help each other but also just creating those friendships. Like I go to lunch all the time with people that I met on Instagram and we never even post about it because we're just having so much fun and we forget to even have our phones on us. So just like creating those genuine friendships, I think, is the best way to do that. Another thing is to tag the brands that you use or that you wear in your photos. So this will give you the chance to potentially be featured on their page or possibly just seen by that brand. And then if they happen to love the image, they might reach out to you to work together or something like that. I've definitely gotten brands where I've tagged them and then they've reached out and said, Hey, we love your feed. Like, can we send you a few things? So that's a great way. And it's also helpful to your followers. Like, like I said, we're all about bringing value to them. So they're going to ask you anyway, like, where's that shirt from? Where's that dress from? So you might as well tag it. Um, and help them out so that they can go find it. Like, I, I hate when I see something really cute, like a cute sweater, and it's not tagged, and then you go to their comments, and there's no comment about it, no link in their stories. I'm like, what the heck? Like, I want to buy that sweater. So I think definitely tagging brands and also um, geotagging your locations can help you get seen more as well. So just because if someone searches that geotag, then you're photo could come up and they could find your page and start following you or whatever. So I think that's a good way to get seen as well. And I will say, I'm going to be completely transparent with you guys and tell you that I've never really tried out the hashtag thing, which is weird. I really need to try it out, but I've heard good and bad from it. So I've heard that it can help doing hashtags, but I've also heard that you kind of want to be specific with the hashtags and that it should definitely have to do with the photo that you are posting. So not just posting like 40 different hashtags that you have copied and pasted and use on every photo. Like I don't think that's very effective. That's just what I've heard from sources, but I have actually never tried this out myself. So I don't want to like give you guys wrong information. Um, I think it's definitely worth a shot to do some hashtags that like correlate with your photo. For example, if you're posting home decor or something, you could hashtag home decor, hashtag whatever. But um, yeah, I've never really tried this out too much. So, okay. The last thing I wanted to say during this little how to gain followers section is to not buy followers. I feel like this is pretty obvious or it should be at least, but I still see people doing this all the time. And I also see people doing these huge loop giveaways where you have to follow like 40 different people to win. And I I consider that basically the same thing as buying followers. The influencer has to pay to be a part of that. And half the time I swear there's not even a winner. Like I swear those companies are just so sketchy, so I would definitely not ever be involved in a huge loop giveaway unless you know the people personally. I only do giveaways with, like, my good friends or people that I really trust. And if we're giving away something awesome that I, like, really think could help people. But I would not suggest doing giveaways especially like that. Also, companies are getting smarter. And so if you do have a high follower count and very low engagement – it's pretty unlikely that brands are going to want to work with you. And they also, if they do want to work with you, they're probably not going to pay you very good money because you don't actually have the reach. If you're buying fake followers, it's super dishonest because you're telling people, I have 40,000 followers when really you have 10,000 real followers. And companies, if companies are paying you for your $40,000, sorry, (laughs) 40,000 follower reach, then that's dishonest like you're lying to them about how many people you're really reaching if that makes sense. So, I would really really suggest staying away from buying followers from those huge loop giveaways. And the other thing that I would suggest staying away from is the follow unfollow method. I am so not down for this. I've seen a ton of people do this, and I've literally seen companies that are like trying to help influencers and they're like, "We'll tell you our secrets on how to gain followers." And I've done my research and my investigation, and I see that they are teaching people, follow all these different people. They'll follow you back, and then you unfollow them, and then you just keep the cycle going. Okay, that is not a good way to gain a genuine, like, fan base or, like, a loyal audience. I consider my Instagram followers, like, family. Like, I consider this my little family. They're so loyal. They trust me. I trust them. We chat, like— it's totally a community to me. And if you're literally just following a bunch of people to get them to follow you, and then you unfollow them, that's so rude. Like if someone did that to me, I'd be like, okay, bye. I'm not following you. The last thing I would want to do is be super committed to them and be like, you know, one of their biggest fans. So I just am not down for this. I think it's super rude and just kind of sketchy, to be honest. I would not partake in that. I would not be involved but that is just my opinion. And I want to say to everyone who has reached some level of success on Instagram to remain gracious and like be extremely grateful and thankful that you have followers. It is such a privilege to have a community that supports you and that makes it possible for you to make a living or to make, even if it's just extra money, I think a lot of people, once they reach, you know, a few hundred thousand followers or a million followers, they kind of forget where they come from. And they think that they are above other people because they have followers on social media and they kind of talk down to their followers. And I just think they're the ones who got you there. Like I have to remind myself of that all the time. Like If I get a rude comment or whatever, and I'm thinking, oh, social media is so, like, this is so hard to have this as a job or whatever thoughts I have, I go back to, like, wait, these people make it possible for me to live the life I live, to travel, to, like, get all these products to share with you guys, to live in a beautiful home. Like, the reason I'm able to do that is because of these amazing people who support me. And, I'm getting teary eyed just thinking about it because it's so special. And for people to have that reach, those followers, and then not care at all about the followers and just be like, woohoo, got a million. Like, I'm way above you now. It's like, no, no, no. Those are the people who support you the most, who make it possible for you to live this like dream life. So be very gracious always. And I think make it clear to your followers how thankful you are every, I mean, not every day, but often and tell them thank you guys thank you for following me for following along on my with my life and making this possible i think it's super important to to keep a level head and remember where you came from and i just want to end this okay this seriously i i think i have to do like a series or segments different um segments because episodes sorry not segments because i'm not joking i have so much more to say like i seriously feel like this could be 10 different flipping episodes. So, but I have to stop because otherwise it would just be forever long. But I just want to end by saying that there was a time fairly recently when I was so unfulfilled by Instagram. And I kind of mentioned this in the beginning, but I felt like, what the heck is my purpose? What am I doing? Like what? I'm just posting like decent photos with like whatever captions and hoping that people will like them like what is my actual purpose here and i think starting this podcast has made it pretty clear to me like what i actually want to do with my life and part of that is to help people and to inspire people and to just help them have a better day i would never want someone to go to my instagram account or to listen to my podcast and walk away feeling worse than they did when they started listening or started Looking at my account. Like, I always want people to walk away feeling better than they came. And so I had to do what I was talking about earlier, where I had to sit down, I had to reassess, like, what the heck am I doing with my life, with Instagram? What is my goal here? And I realized, okay, I wanna help people. How can I do that? Let's break this down into smaller steps. I decided to start posting more meaningful captions sometimes because not every single day do I post a super deep caption, but I like to accumulate my thoughts in like my notes on my phone. And then whenever I have like kind of a deeper thought that I like, I want to share with you guys, I'll put it in my notes and I'll either share it in a podcast episode or in a caption because I just want to like share my heart with you guys. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. I am not perfect. I have my days where I'm super annoyed with the Instagram algorithm and I'm like, what the heck? I want to get better engagement. Like I had better engagement a year ago. Everyone struggles with different things. But I think no matter what stage of life you're in, just be grateful. Realize that we're all just living life. We're all human beings. Instagram is not always real life. And you should always live your life first. And like I said, build up that pyramid to success and start with the things that matter the most, which newsflash, Instagram isn't one of them, (laughs) even if it's your full-time job. Like, there's so many other things that are more important than that. So focus on those things and get healthy. mentally physically everything. And then you just go after your dreams and crush them. So thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you loved this first ever solo episode. Um, There's more of these to come, I'm sure. And like I said, I seriously feel like I need to do 10 more of these. But if you enjoyed listening to this Episode, please go leave a comment about what you thought on my latest Instagram at JC Smith. I will be going through the comments and picking someone to send a little box of goodies to. But I also want to just hear what you guys thought and hopefully chat with some of you. I'm so so grateful for your support. Me and Chelsea both are. We're so blown away by the support you give our podcast. So. Another thing you can do is screenshot this episode if you feel like you know people who could benefit from listening to it. Send it to them or post on your Instagram story. Um, It's super helpful to us and we really appreciate it. And if you're feeling like super freaking nice, then go leave us a review or a rating on the Apple app. And as always, you guys can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or the Apple iTunes app wait, is it iTunes app? I don't even know. You guys know what the deal is. You can subscribe if you want to like actually know when the episodes are posted, but they're posted every Tuesday. Um, I feel like I can't even do my outro. What the heck do I do without Chelsea? Well, that's what I said. Bye guys.